0: Welcome to the Thinking Big podcast. Today we get a talk with Trav Bell, the Bucket List Guy. Someone first called Trav the Bucket List Guy about ten years ago, and no, it was not David Hasselhoff, but it was because of all the crazy and interesting things he's done in his life. From the age of eighteen, this is well before the bucket lists were a thing. Trav had written a to-do before I die list, and today. As a 40 something year old guy, thanks to the Bucket List movie and the popularity of the concept, it is certainly a popular thing now. Travis Bucket List is the reason why he attacks life. It's always been his compass, his motivation, and it continues to give him purpose and bring meaning into his life. And ironically, he thought everybody had written a list like this, and it is apparent that it's not true. So today we're thinking big into why life's too short Everybody, I want to welcome Trav Bell to the podcast today. I have been looking so forward to this because the stuff you do, I think actually wakes people up or makes you alive. But for the people listening, you know, Trav is, he's from uh, the Bucket List guy. He is the Bucket List guy. He's got, you know, his podcast, he's got his coaching, he's got his speaking. And man, I am so excited to have you on. But I do have one question because I really... Question the sanity of, of where you're at. You think it's sanity. bad here in the U.S. Why and how did David hasselhop ever get
1: popular over there? Oh wow, that's one hell of a question, man. I I um would it? What? <laughs> I've never been able
0: to figure yeah. that out.
1: Okay, so I'm gonna, i why would you elect Donald Trump? I'm going to ask a question with a question because they're as both as stupid as each other.
0: <laughs> they might be touche. related. I don't know.
1: Yeah, two <laughs> Um So the um, I've actually like check this out. I've actually met David Hasselhoff. True story. Fun fact. I represented. Uh, I'm not going to speak on behalf of the nation. <laughs> very soon but uh, (laughs) i was i i grew up doing surf lifesaving like a lifeguarding competition and uh, as a swimmer and surf lifesaver and doing um doing all that stuff when i was growing up and and our our uh, state i was in the state team and we actually competed against californian the californian lifeguards and back in the day when baywatch was at its peak uh we went to the set of baywatch there in malibu and actually met uh, David Hasselhoff went out in the water with him, um, and did all that. that. That that pretty much my life. That was my life <laughs> pinnacle right there. Um, <laughs> that's all been downhill since. Um, <laughs> but uh, oh, Baywatch was huge everywhere, wasn't it? Was it? Yeah, but I think it was our our. You know, we're we we full of Australian lifeguards and the surf lifesaving movement here in Australia. You know, Bondi Rescue is another another big um, thing over here I don't know that that's pretty sad though isn't it it really is I, we I need thought to wake it was up. His,
0: I thought it was his singing that got so popular there see that's what I, I don't
1: well he 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 single-handedly bought down the wall didn't he um, <laughs> you know he, he he single-handedly got up on that thing and bought down the wall on that you know between <laughs> East and West Germany back in the day 89 I think it was or something like that and I mean the Hosh, you know we've got a lot to thank <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh yes. Jesus All right oh, well that wow. that makes a little bit a little Can't bit more that. sense That just happened
0: But I want to so I want to get into god all the stuff that you're doing cuz it's such to me it's such great stuff and it's such uh when we start having these bucketless items or these things that just go out and do epic shit I I call yeah. it doing epic shit bucket list mm. stuff it absolutely for me it absolutely wakes me up as a human it it's what drives me it's what god there's just so much to doing what you're teaching and there's so much i mean it just breathes so much life into people now how did you i know but the people you know the people listening how did you get started in doing the bucket
1: list well the yeah how how this came about i've been the bucket list guy for 10 years now you know um and how it all actually started is someone actually called me the bucket list guy like you know user generated content as we say in ma- internet marketing speak it, someone actually called me the bucket list guy
0: it wasn't hasselhoff, first, was it?
1: it wasn't david hasselhoff no <laughs> i wish it was i wish but <laughs> again again um I mean, he is the original bucket list guy. I'm just his lackey, you know. <laughs> I, so <laughs> he can do anything. The, <laughs> the, um, and he'll tell you about it. The uh, now, I I was in the, you know, we just, you know, talked about the Iron Man. I just talked about my lifeguarding. I was a jock growing up, so I, I did a phys ed degree after after uh, high school. And I started personal fitness training back in the early 90s. So that was my first business. I started personal training my own business, always worked for myself. Um, Started that in third year uni and then started with one client. I was the first to franchise personal fitness training studios in Australia. I did that and I did that for 20 years um, in the personal training industry. And that was pretty much my identity. Um, One of the biggest personal training companies here in Australia, tens of thousands of clients later, you know, a whole bunch of personal trainers working under that brand, chain of gyms up and down the eastern seaboard in Australia, Uh, over 2 million personal training sessions done under that brand, and uh, but it was, I, I sort of became a bit too much of a lawyer, a bit too much of an accountant, there was some toxic people, it was a... It became too much for me, to be honest, and I found myself in a bit of a downward spiral. I went, you know, there were some toxic people in my life and situations and circumstances, and legal stuff, and it just became too much. And I found myself slipping into a mild, when I'll, you know, compared to what I've heard since, I'll be in a mild state of depression, but instead of going on heavy antidepressants, which, you know, as you know, is kind of like a a Band-Aid effect, I wanted to get to the root cause, my psychology <clears throat> of what I was going through. So, being always curious, I wanted to find out what the hell was going on. So, I signed up for every course <laughs> known to man. And you know, when they said run to the back of the room, I ran. I was the first running to the back of the room. <laughs> sign me up for the upgrade. <laughs> you know how it goes. And um, but I learned about positive psychology. I learned about you know NLP, life coaching, um, a Cargi principle. Law of Attraction, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and I had mentors, books. and But I really had to force myself at that point in time to go to these things. And it wasn't until I've worked through a whole lot of stuff. A friend of mine, at about the end of a, about a year and a half of really intense, full immersion kind of learning, a friend of mine said, hey, why don't you teach this shit, Trav? Um, and that actually helped me compartmentalize what I was going through. I'm like, oh, that's why I'm here, and it helped me justify what all the money I'd spent as well. I'm like, that's why I'm here. I'm here to teach this stuff. So I put on a talk, um, and nearly had to pay the forty people to come to my talk, and it was shit compared to what I do now. But about halfway through, I started sharing my list to do before I died. Always had one written down since I was eighteen. A lot of people didn't know that about me. And this is only 10 years ago, um, and I'm certainly not 18 anymore <laughs> for grace. Uh, and I said, you know, who, who else has got one of these lists to do before you die? She written down like me. And, and I was like, donuts. No, nah, I was the only freak in the room. I said, why are you, you know, there's some entrepreneurs in the room. There was some, you know, I said, why, why are you earning money? You know, wh- why are you getting out of bed in the morning? why do you want more time why do you want to grow your business why do you want to climb the corporate ladder what is your reason why commonly you know pay off the house put the kids through school do a bit of trouble when i'm older yeah and possibly sicker i'm like so is that it yep and have you written any of that down no well um it inspired the group. I started sharing my list and some of the things that I'd done. And and for me, since I was 18, I don't know where I picked it up from, a Tony Robinson or something. I just wrote down this list, and I've always been crossing it off. So wherever I went and shared housing or wherever, I had my little blue folder with my list to do before I die. And I just thought everyone did it, honestly. And then to realise it was a bit of a you know a, a awakening thing for a lot of a tool for a lot of people in that seminar and uh it fired everyone up and it really got them thinking and then joe one of the participants said oh how at the end how's all this list to do before you die stuff it's like a bucket this you're you're like the bucket list guy i went ping light bulb moment it was around that time that i read the four-hour work week by tim ferris who i've met on my had lunch with on my bucket list and um and, yeah, it was like that was the epiphany. That was the light bulb moment that I went, you know what, I'm going to get out of personal training. I sold off all my gyms. So I defranchised the whole thing and was and then went online. And it was scary. But I knew there was something this, this Bucket List com could really offer me. It was really congruent to my values. It's a reflection of who I am. I can help more people kind of. Life coaching but not life coaching because uh, that gets met with skepticism. Yeah. But it's a way in which I can, you know, travel the world, do my bucket list and help others to live, you know, live a life experiencing more meaning, purpose and fulfillment through this lens of bucket list. Really what I teach is positive psychology, which is the right. psychology of the, the, the science of happiness, really, but with this bucket list, you know, f- uh, theme over the top. But that's how it all started, man.
0: Yeah, and it's it, to me, it's the it's the whole. You know, you said it's the why of things. It's like we do all this shit all our life to eventually get to a place that we don't know what it is. We, mm. yeah, as you said, no one writes it down. No one does this. What's interesting though is you did that at eighteen, so you made a bucket list at eighteen.
1: Oh, it's a list to do before I die. Even before I called it a bucket list, this is even yeah. before the movie. Yeah,
0: and it's like that one decision that you made, it, it's weird that if we look back through our lives, there are certain things that we do. We don't know why we do it. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. did a bucket list and you you know, mind today, hey, this is just stuff I want to do, but I think things that we put down on paper and things that we do like that actually help develop our develop our life, develop where we're going. So it does,
1: it yeah, does, I mean, if you don't write stuff down, you know, like, like, you know, the stats say that if you, if you write stuff down, actually write, remember this stuff called, <clears throat> remember this, remember these? <laughs>
0: yes, I crazy, do.
1: crazy concept. It's called <laughs> a pen, kids. And, uh, and this is called paper. It's a crazy, yeah. Um, okay. If you this actually. Is
0: put, the, this, this is, we're in the 21st century. This is a electronic pa- piece of paper.
1: Just Um, I I don't want to confuse. So you're just ruining the whole thing now. So, so this is my point. You're you're meant to hold up. I think we rehearsed this earlier, but (laughs) if you actually write stuff down, go analog. There is statistics to prove that if you actually put pen to paper, it's more of a conscious process, even more than typing it into your phone or a computer. I don't know about the whole tablet kind of pen thing that you got going on over there, man, but, but I'm sure it's somewhere in the middle, but it's more <laughs> of a consciousness process, albeit if you actually write stuff down, you've got a 42% more likelihood of them actually manifesting, you know, of things turning up. Yeah. So whether it be goals or whether it be bucket list or whatever, just write some stuff down. That That is my tip of the day is to write stuff down Get it out of your head because we're so busy on our daily to-do list that we forget about our bucket list until something traumatic or dramatic happens to us or a loved one. You know, so I want to – my whole thing is, and now our coaches around the world too, is to help wake people up before they get given a use-by date.
0: Yeah. You know, because
1: suddenly, yeah, you get given a use-by date, suddenly people reprioritise and go, oh, now my bucket list is important. You know, like the movie was shit because – because there's about two blokes who get given a cancer diagnosis and then they write a bucket list, which is done. Yeah. yeah. I'll base my, my career on it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it's the thing, if if you don't write the stuff down, to me, when we write it down, we actually, to me, that's part of the manifesting of of creating what we want in life. You know, you you, know, you yeah. mentioned you know the law of attraction and creating what we want. And I fully believe in that. And, and I think if we don't <clears throat> write stuff down, if we don't make that plan, and if you don't put pen to paper and you don't physically write it's like building a house and you can't just say, I'll mm. oh, just build something over there. You've got to put mm. pen to paper and you gotta you know, draw the damn oh, schematic wow. and you've got to draw the you know, the mm. blueprint of,
1: of the house. And yeah. so what is so But what's easy, what, is easy do, right? yes. what's easy to do is easy not to do, right? What's easy to do is easy not to do. Easier And not to do. people don't even write goals down, let alone bucket list items, because of fear of success and fear of failure, same psychological makeup. You know, they might have done it in the past, and they're like, well, if I write that down, I'm sort of committing to myself. I don't want to let myself down. I've disappointed myself in a former in a former life, so I'm not going to give this a go. So people are scared of actually writing goals down. Um, yeah. But, yeah, the thing is about writing stuff down, I know it's really simple, If you don't write stuff down you're not typing into google what your search terms are right you know and and you're not getting the information fed to you the universe will not provide that information by osmosis or freaking telepathy all right you've got (laughs) to punch in you've got to punch in google you know by writing it down i believe we're punching it into google and then you know as nlp teaches you then the universe, you know, if the why is strong enough, the hell will work itself out. But we're going to know yeah. what that why is first. Oh,
0: and and that's why I think the way that you do things on not setting goals, but setting bucket list. To me, the, my bucket list items, those are my whys. Yeah, I don't some, care yeah. how, yeah, I don't care how I get there. I don't care if it's, I write a book. I don't care. It doesn't matter how I get to that. Mm. Mm. That bucket list item is my why. And if I Mm. focus on having a list of my whys, that Mm. is so much more powerful than having a list of my goals. I might have a goal of of writing a book. I might have a goal of, you know, doing a, 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 you know, a a talk in front of 5,000 people. I might have a goal, but that's not what drives me. What drives me is the bucket list of being able to go and and hike in the, you know, wherever and and go to Australia and and surf on the, you know, surf there and to travel and do all these things. Those bucket list items for me, that's actually what drives my goals. And I, that's why I think it's such a powerful concept is you're not, I, with this bucket list, I'm not worried about my goal. I'm not worried about the why.
1: Yeah, I, well, I don't well, know the why. Sort of, it, 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 yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I think when we say goals to anyone, they sort of, they, sh- you know, they shrink. And as business coaches, even life coach, you know, like we, we, we say that to people and and they get scared of it but if you say bucket list it's got a lot more fun attached to it and a lot more, more, lot more individuality they could be it's a little bit motion. loose yeah it's got emotion and, it's, and it takes into account and i've written about this so many times in the book and you know it takes into account all the smart golding you know the smart goal um you know acronym there is specific targeted measurable all that sort of thing and and what these things are, uh, are t- uh there's two types of goals right there's there's a t- there's an achievement goal and a habit goal so an achievement goal is where you get to the end and you go uh you know yep i've ticked that off tick it before you kick it all right so i have ticked that off that is an achievement that is a bucket list item but there's the habit goal which is my you know you're drinking a lot of water there sean and I mean, you know, drink four litres of water a day. That That's a habit goal. And those, right. those habit goals might be contributing towards, you know, the end result of an achievement goal or a bucket list item. But the two are, are you know, interrelated. Um, but let's be really specific. A bucket list is a tangible life plan. Right. You know, where your career plan or your business plan should fit into your life plan and not be the other way around. So this is really bringing home that work-to-live principle and if and, and I'm sure the people around you, the guy, you know, the, the people that you coach, that you're always saying, you know, your vehicle, your business, your job, your career, or whatever, it's got to produce two things. And those two things are the cash flow and also the time flow for, for you, the owner, to go out there and, and do your bucket list. It's not about the, the time and money is what gets spits out of a good optimized business, right? And double bonus if you actually love what you do, which a lot of people can't say that, but if for you actually love what can. you do, it's hitting your values, which is your internal rule book. You're doing right. good for other people. You're of service to your community. I think that's the Holy Grail, man. You know, like if you're doing something you love and it's giving you the time flow and the cash flow for you to go and do your bucket list with your family and your mates, then then thanks for coming. That's, that's, the, that's it. Yeah, <laughs> so- and to me,
0: and if everybody did that, we would be in a much much better place. I mean, if everyone was happy with what they did and they, you know, we'd be a much happier,
1: much happier world. The sad reality in in pre COVID 89% of people are what they call who work, who are employees are disengaged. So there's 89% of people in America this is an American stat. We go to work every day, just get the paycheck and go home and, and not engage and not into what they're doing. They just get, they just got a job. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's scary because you look at – and Australia and Canada, we're not that far off. You know, all the Western – we're not that far off. The point is that those sort of statistics are all well and good, but when the 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 negative effect of that is things like depression, mental health, anxiety, the loneliness – you know, we, we've got this thing called the loneliness epidemic now, and that's the adverse effect of social media. Now, that's scary. It's an epidemic. Yeah.
0: And we oh, know what a I pandemic is.
1: is. Well, and truly, we know what a pandemic is, but this is an yeah. epidemic. Yep. Um, the overprescription of antidepressants, suicides, youth suicides. This is the shit that really gets me going, and this is my why, especially with young you know, young men and suicides don't yeah. even get me started. And so what I'm trying to do is is you know, through this lens of bucket list is get these positive psychology kind of principles out there, this other perspective maybe on life for people to either map into their world or not. I'm not telling anyone how to live their life, how they must, should, or have to or need to live or anything like that. Just try it on see how you go. But over the last 10 years, we've been really successful at waking people up, giving them that that, you know, I've had people literally come off suicide watch, go off antidepressants, big call, but maybe right place, right time. But at the end of the day, it really helped people get that perspective shift, you know, to, yeah. to be in more gratitude, to have more meaning, purpose, and fulfillment in their life. And, and for a lot of people right now, it's been the light at the end of the tunnel because, um, you know once again these statistics are not getting any better they were already shocking before covid you go through covid on top of that no, it's yeah we're fucked you know like yeah, it's yeah. it's pretty bad and and so just and, and for everyone kind of listening and watching mate like this is not just about ticking a whole bunch of cool stuff off this is really right. about how a person how we reverse engineer every aspect of our lives in order to make this stuff come to fruition. Get encouraged, get excited about the growth of you on the journey towards these destinations, these self-imposed destinations. But most importantly, get excited, get curiously excited about the person that exists on the other side. And that's the person that we don't know yet. And that's called our potential, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want people people to get excited about.
0: and, And people seem to think that, their current situation is their potential they no. think where they're at right then that that's their limit that's their potential that's, get
1: yourself out it, of the it, ecosystem of yep. neg- of negative support yeah. get around yeah. some people unfollow unsubscribe stop watching the fucking news yep. it's pretty simple you know yeah. control your inputs control yep. your inputs one of the things that i learned when i was going through depression is simply switch off the freaking news you know, before, you know, we start our day with a new, with bad news and end it with bad news. No wonder we're all depressed. It's like
0: a shit sandwich.
1: Oh, I mean, yeah. It, <laughs> and then, and then everyone has a, like a, 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 a complaining competition whenever they catch up with each other.
0: <laughs> yeah. Now, you had, you had mentioned, you know, the kind of the achievement and, you know, the habit things and how they, how they interact. Now, for instance, one of my stories or, you know, part of my life is I was about, I'd say over 100 pounds overweight, uh, somewhat wow. depressed. I didn't realize, I was clueless about how depressed I I actually was, but overweight, G-rated. and I had set up a, you know, so I did a bucket list of, you know what, I'm going to do an Ironman. So nice. that one decision to do that, I, I couldn't swim. I couldn't, I couldn't run to my damn cupboard to get the cookies out without <laughs> being out of breath. I mean, it was, you know, so it was wow. way out there. It was a bucket list thing that was like, who the hell do you think you are? But I knew... That by setting that huge bucket to me that was a bucket list item by setting that huge bucket list item, I yeah. would have to develop the habits to become that person to be able to do that, yeah. and it wasn't about crossing mm. the finish line, it wasn't about crossing and saying I'm an iron man, it was who I was going to have to become, mm. the habits I was going to have to develop, the person I mm. was going to have to be in order to go across that line, and yeah. those were the habits you know you talk about the habits though, so, and that one yeah. decision, you know that one bucket list item completely changed my life this was like 15 years ago yeah or, yeah 10 yeah. to 15 years ago and it completely changed my life that just that one bucket list item and
1: that's yeah so man. that's why i think
0: this stuff is so damn powerful
1: that's what it's that that that's a perfect example man you know like that's a perfect example of you know i've got one um the second thing i ever wrote right second thing i ever wrote on my list to do before i die when i was 18 before this whole bucket list even movie ends up was to complete a full iron man right and i'd grown up as and this the first thing i actually ever wrote was to go to base camp on mount everest and so i did that i did that with my dad and um on the tibetan side of mount everest and that was absolutely and 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 the thing is, when I got to Mount Everest, uh, when I got to the Advanced Base Camp on Mount Everest, which was six thousand five hundred meters, we got to. I don't know what that is in feet. Um, that's the highest place in the world that you can tr- uh, that you can trek to without putting, you know, getting out the ice axes and getting on the rope right. and all that sort of thing. Um, the point the point of that little story is that I went to Mount Everest Base Camp, Advanced Base Camp. I had severe altitude sickness. You know, it felt like I was hungover every single day. You do 10 steps and you're out of breath. You think you're fit until you go to altitude. And another two kilometres above me was Mount Everest, the top of Mount Everest. So we've got three bucket lists that I want to talk about just briefly. One, we've got our future bucket list, all the stuff we want to do in the future. One is a reverse bucket list, which I encourage everyone to also write and actually write first, which is all the cool stuff you've done in your life as if it were in a bucket list all the way along. And that's a big gratitude exercise, which is you know one of the oh, pillars fantastic. of positive of positive psychology. And we've also got a third type of list, mate, and that's called the fuck it list. So it, and it is mentioned in the book. It's called a fuck it list. So we've got three. So when I went to Mount Everest, I went to advanced base camp. I'm I'm hugging I'm hugging the the fucking porcelain bowl every morning, throwing up because of altitude sickness. I had Mount Everest on the bucket on the future bucket list, and it went onto the bucket list straight away. I went fuck that. I'm not going. I can't go any higher. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding myself. So I, I'm I'm a surfer, not a mountaineer. Um, be be real with yourself. But the um, did the Ironman. I too, I entered the. I've grown up as a swimmer, so that was no problem. But I entered I entered the Ironman, Melbourne Ironman, when they ran it down here in 2012. Um, I entered a year out cause you got to do that cause it sold out really quickly oh, yeah. and I didn't even own a bike. Uh, I'd done one marathon, I could swim, but I didn't own a bike. And then, uh, that was the journey that, that, that was actually one of the things that put me on the map because I did about 60, 70 videos and I just posted them. A lot of people started following the journey, but it was like you just said, it was that absolute transformation when the Y is strong enough, the how it work itself out. So I entered. Yeah. I got a video of me actually entering the Ironman, paying the thousand bucks or whatever it was, and then going. And this is the full Ironman too. And I'd never, mind you, I'd never done a full triathlon before. <laughs> like before, even I, the Ironman was the first triathlon I ever entered. So you do an Olympic distance, you do a half Ironman, <laughs> and then the full Ironman. So I've done three triathlons in my whole life, and they were all part of training. Yeah. But yeah. Um. I got a coach uh broke down before breakthrough kind of thing I got a coach after I broke down I had also sort of, I overtrained for it um but yeah that that and I had a heap of people who followed me on social media actually you know turn up for the for the Ironman to to watch it all and uh you know it is these journeys that that really define us and you know, in that in that year of training for the Ironman, I had my most productive um, and highest income year as well. Because and so,
0: it's and, fucking and I want to, amazing.
1: It is. And see, and that's
0: what's so, what I, I don't get with a lot of people is, to, what people don't understand is the training for an Ironman, it takes a lot of time. It's full time. It's full time. And people will always say, I don't have time to exercise. I don't have time to work out. Like yeah. hell you don't. That's what gives you
1: the, the energy
0: to go be- and do your other stuff,
1: energy, and also you become an absolute time management Nazi.
0: Yeah, you
1: know, yeah, you like you, you become a freak, and don't you? You just like bang, 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 and you, your nutrition, everything, your rest is got to be on point. And we had, you know, we are the most productive business year, you know, since, and, and it was just amazing. I've got a um, <clears throat> quick story about another quick story about Iron Man, Cam who was a again i don't know what this is in pounds but uh he was a 160 kilograms now that's that's a lot of pounds he was a big big boy over six foot i think he's six two or six three um and he was an alcoholic he smoked he was a biker um he uh he was in a job that he hated um, he was a miserable prick. You know, you catch up with him, he's just, just you know, it's Debbie Downer. Um, yeah. the whole and he had you know shitty friends, and they all just got drunk on weekends, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Now he was dragged like a headlock to one of my early, you know, earliest seminars. I used to run a, an event called the uh, the Bucket List Experience, three days, personal development. And I, in that, I get people to in the breaks to actually, you know, take action on their bucket list, enter something, pay for something, you know, just do something. And right. Cam sat at the back of the room just angry going, oh, this is shit. You know, I didn't sign <laughs> up for this. You know, I was dragged here. And his mate Simon was like, you know, I just dragged him here. And I'm like, if he wants to leave, just fucking let him leave. You know, like he doesn't want to be here and he's just out, you know, having having smokes in every break and not doing anything, just like, when is this gonna finish? Can we go now? And you know. So we got to the end of the three days and, and Cam hang in there he hung in there. <clears throat> and Simon's like, Come on, mate, come on, just do, do something, do something. And I said in the last last break of three days, right in the afternoon, I said, Cam, you've sat here for three days, mate. I know you don't want to be here. You, you know, you've complained all the way through for, for the love of God, just so just for me. Fucking do something on, you you know, just take action on something, something. I don't care what it is. All right, so I now had to, it was face-to-face. It was like just do, it was, you know, looking up, mate, do something. He goes, all right, fuck it. And he came back. And he, he came back into the room after the break. saw the smoke. He's going, all right, you happy? He showed me his phone. I entered a 5K run. Good. Nice. Well done. He's going, yeah. I go, why'd you want to do that? And he goes, oh, I don't know, just to keep you happy. I go, bullshit, you could have done a lot of different things. So what? why'd what, you do oh, I don't know, I've always wanted to do a run, I guess, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. I did it when I was younger. And, you know, all right, anyway. Months later, uh, we started. he started doing a little bit of training. Months later, <clears throat> probably six months later, I think, his 5k run had come around i, I kind of lost contact with cam he wasn't really that close to me um and simon his mate who i am, am close with he said cam's been training what's you know you've done something you've lit a fire somewhere and and he's going to do this five he's following through with it like really okay well I'll, look i'm not doing anything on that sunday i'll go down and it was the run to the g the big mcg um where we held the uh, Australian rules, you know, grand final, 100,000 people. And what you do at the end of the run, they've got a five, they've got a 10, they've got a half marathon. You can run into the G and you're up on the big scoreboard and all that sort of thing. And so we sat in the I, – I went there and I just to support Cam to see if this thing was real. Went to uh, – sitting in the bleachers and he, here comes Cam. He, he came in, he, uh, run, shuffle, run, shuffle kind of walk and he finished. And he'd lost a bit of weight in that, in, that, in that time that I'd seen him since. He'd lost a little bit of weight. He had the, the participation T-shirt on. They put the big medal around him. He had his family and people in the bleachers as well got the hugs afterwards. I said, mate, well done. He said, I tried. Thanks for turning up. And this smile started to appear that I'd never seen before. I'm like, hmm, what's going on here? That day without knowing, he went and entered a 10K run did the same the day he finished his 10k run he entered a half marathon the day he finished his half marathon he entered the full the day he entered the full and the day he entered the full uh he entered his first triathlon couldn't swim had to go and get a bike uh did a sprint distance did an olympics distance same thing on the day that he finished did a half then did a full over the course of like two or three years. And in the process, he'd given up drinking. Well, he still had beers and stuff like that, but he, he wasn't, you know, wasn't going to meetings, put it that right. way. Given up the smokes, whole new network of friends, wasn't a biker anymore. Um, got a girlfriend, changed jobs. His income had gone up. He was smiling. He was off antidepressants. And, you know, when Man, right at the end, um, you have the catchers, you know, the yeah. catchers, are the guys, the girls, the supporters <laughs> that get there at the end of the night before 12 o'clock midnight and the people who are the last people are coming through and they've got the glow sticks and, you know, they've been walking most of the marathon kind of thing and you've got to, the cutoff is, well, in Australia anyway, it was, it was 12 midnight. He got in at quarter to midnight. Eleven forty-five, and here we are, um, going. Oh shit! Is he going to make it? Is he? And he comes through, fucking bleeding from nipples, you know, like chafing, and it was just. <laughs> I've had ugly. bloody nipples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. <laughs> and uh, and he finished, and he just collapsed in a heap, and he was a completely different person, man. And and we were one of the catchers there at midnight, you know, to to bring him down the chute, you know, and and Cam Moore. You are an iron man, you know, rang out. And it was just absolutely amazing. And, uh, it changed his life ever since, man. You know, yeah. one thing, one and thing, the and that's, and that's the amazing. Thing. And and
0: that's what, that's why I love doing what I do. And I'm sure that's one of the reasons that you love doing what you're doing. When you get, when someone gets that one idea that all it takes is a 5k, just yeah. one thing. And then once that person starts believing and what they can do nothing's going to stop them nothing nothing once they get to the belief nothing will stop them
1: when the why is strong enough to how work itself out simple yeah. as that you know like if you look at all your bucket list items and rate them from you know inspiration you know inspiration number 10 to an inspi- you know am i inspired one to ten ten being really inspired one being nah. you know anything that's five and above um pay close attention to they're the life changers. You know, they're the things that – and and when you're writing this stuff down, always think about the what and the why, not about the how. The how will appear. You know, you will it it will appear. But people overcomplicate the how, don't they?
0: Yeah, absolutely. You know, people who go climb Everest don't
1: think about – people who go climb Everest, you know, they don't think about every single step they've got to make up to mount the top of Mount Everest. They don't overcomplicate it. They just go, all right. I'm as as prepared, and I've got the the right people around me, the Sherpas. I've got the right gear, checks and balances. Shit's gonna shit's gonna go on up there, and and it's not always going to go to plan. But that's how we should. We've got to trust ourselves a lot more and, f- and fall into it. You know, yeah. lean right into it and uh, and just commit, because in the commitment is where you get. I think infinitely resourceful. It's not about resources. It's about resourcefulness when the why is strong enough.
0: Absolutely. And, and, and you, you mentioned about this guy and I personally think I'm not here to, to talk about, you know, fitness and and getting healthy and, 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 but to me, if you don't have a well-rounded life is meaning relationships, your Mm. health, your career, you know, if you don't have a, a good rounded life, They affect each other. They really do. So I'm not advocating people going out and doing an Ironman did, but if you, for me, until I started looking at everything in my life, the, you know, the, the health, the fitness, things didn't change. I I had to be more holistic on everything around, not just, not just finances. (laughs)
1: and let's be honest you know like in this day and age with uh with us being as authentic and vulnerable as we possibly can and us out on social media trying to grow a business you know uh, there's respect there's a level of respect that comes with people who are out there having a go you know there's a level of respect that come you know you can't you can't hide anymore you you got to put yourself out there and someone that takes you know, does stuff like that in in another part of their life, it, it maps into other areas. It deliberately, you know, it it it, it maps directly into other areas, you know, and uh, and that's yeah, you, know, you know, you doing an Iron Man would have brought you more business, no doubt. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Simple as that. And again, and not knowing how. So to me, if you if you already knew how to do these bucket list items, you'd have already done them. You would, yeah. I, I would have already anything that i've ever done in life that has been big i have no clue how i started i no, didn't know the steps no. didn't know the how didn't know the and i shouldn't i shouldn't know how if, if 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 i know how it's not a bucket list item it's not a big item if i already know how i need to write that one off don't need to do yeah
1: that. we need to trust our intuition, intuition a lot more i think and, and and just trust ourselves a lot more to to fall into things um to you know, get uncomfortable and take more risks because people, we do it, we do it in other areas of our life, whether it be in relationships, whether it be in investments, whether it be in, in business. Um, yeah. You know, we got to trust ourselves more. And what's the worst thing that can happen, honestly? Yeah. So, so yeah, it's, it's a mindset that um, has definitely helped a lot of people over the years uh, to. The 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 saddest thing I've heard over the years is is people saying, "Trav, thank you for giving me permission to dream again." Like, yeah. Dude, what's happened? You know, one of the things I said in a TED talk it, it, that I'm quoted on probably more than anything that people are dying at forty and being buried at eighty. Yep, The Walking Dead. We know them. You know <laughs> Groundhog Day. Um, Corporate and, America. Yeah, yeah, but but. <laughs> You know, so so wake up, you haven't got much time. Let's, you know, do something small. Write some stuff down, do the low hanging fruit first, and cross a few of the smaller ones off. And you can still do all a lot of different things during COVID. I'm doing five things at the moment. And at the end of the day, knock off those small ones and that'll give you the momentum and motivation to smash through the bigger ones.
0: Yeah. So what is left? So what's the biggest thing right now on your bucket list? What's that one hairy, dirty,
1: big ass thing that you still, well, okay. So I've just obviously, you know, just done the book. So there it is. And that, that was only 10, you know, since I've been the bucket list guy, you know, every speaking, Oh, do you have a book? Yeah, it's coming. It's coming talk about a battle in perfectionism <laughs> and procrastination mate you know 10 years it took me to write this and it's only this thick that's pretty sad yeah. um but it's it's a big it, thing to do i mean that's a it, huge accomplishment yeah extremely cathartic and a, and it was a you know i just couldn't bear to write on my goal list for this year 2021 when we've been in lockdowns and all that mate what is your excuse for not getting this thing done i could not write this is the year I'm publishing my book. So, getting the book was, you know, getting the book done uh, two weeks before Christmas has been huge. So, um, the next one I, uh, what have I got coming? So, stand up comedy gig. I'm absolutely shitting myself.
0: Yeah. See, that's great. See, my, one public of mine speaker, is. i speaker
1: too. I've done a TED talk in front of 2,000 people. <laughs> <laughs> I've done the book. I don't mind making an idiot of myself, but doing that, I've just, yeah, I'm, I'm that, that's a signpost. So I'm like, yeah, God.
0: It, see, see, one of mine is to rap with Snoop Dogg. So I've got to, I'm manifesting that out. Some well, point I'm going to be rapping.
1: Check this out. In chapter, <laughs> I don't know what chapter it is. Uh, One of, one of the guys, one of the guys in, in the book, one of the stories that I tell, is Aaron Young, he no word of a lie he wrapped ice ice baby with vanilla ice on stage no shit. and he's just like and he lost the phone he lost the phone that he did the selfie with he did a selfie on stage and i don't know got waterlogged or something like that but he rapped, and i have when he told me this story i was like <laughs> i'm not worthy um another guy's played with uh with with kiss like we met Paul Stanley from Kiss. Um, it's incru- mate, you should hear some of the stories that I get, is just nuts <laughs> and it's so cool. But yeah, Snoop, um, yeah, hopefully you, you, you might. <laughs> if you smoke you probably have a, a green light Better even chance. more so but one of the other i mean random i'm 47 um and and one of the things that i literally bought just before christmas as a reward for getting my book out was this if you can see this right here is some dj decks yeah so i nice. i literally bought those just before uh, just before Christmas, as a reward. So nice. one of the bucket list items I've got for myself this year is to play a is to play a live DJ set. DJ set. Nice. Like I don't know somewhere I don't know host a party somewhere and and just play a play a live set.
0: You have to put like a mouse head or something. You got to come up with something. Yeah, yeah your...
1: dead mouse. Head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do, think do I don't think Burning Man or Tomorrowland or one of these big Miami festivals <laughs> are calling me up anytime soon. But <laughs> it's just something, and it's also a massive, um, you know, really good way for me to take, you know, to sw- switch off. I can't yeah. play a musical instrument to save myself, but um, I can I can kind of you know, put some music together on this. And, uh, yeah. yeah, I love it. And time, just time just stops. It's like surfing for me, just some time, you know, flow. That's really yeah. cool.
0: Yeah. I can't surf. Not at yeah. all. Yeah. <laughs> to... You're in <laughs> Texas. I'm not... <laughs> yeah. I'm in Texas.
1: Yeah. So I can't, I... I, I can't ride a bull either.
0: <laughs> I can't do that either. So
1: <laughs> well, that's the thing I did in Houston. Right. So check this. Out. I went and spoke in Houston and we went to some, oh, where did they, they film Dallas? That was around there, wasn't
0: it? In Dallas?
1: Was that Dallas? No, we went. It's Houston. <laughs> Maybe not in, no, it's down in Dallas. No, um, I went to some ranch thing. It's like this old, like, like a ghost town kind of setup. up. It was in Houston. And one of the things on my bucket list was to ride a mechanical bull with a cowboy hat on and uh and i did that in houston there you go that
0: see that now that you can do in houston that that's yeah. that's available yeah that you can yeah. do yeah so on your i, I want to talk about your book a little bit that you you've talked about it but it's so you can get it uh i know it's on your website and yep. so those listening uh just go to you know traps website
1: and you can get it on amazon uh, well dot
0: com. it's on amazon you, as well
1: yeah but if you want a signed one Bit hard to sign it from Amazon.com in the US, but um, but if yeah, I mean, it only takes a week or so to get over there. Um, if it's in the if it's uh in the US, and I'll put a little, yeah, put a little note, a, a note in there, and you know, like I do. Um, I can't wait to get and mine. send it and send it over to you. So yeah, it's been it's. Really cool because a lot of people have ordered them before Christmas and New Year's and taking this time between Christmas, New Year and the start of the year, taking time out of their life to work on their life, using the framework, the My Bucket List Blueprint framework to unpack their bucket list, write the stuff down, write their reverse bucket list, their bucket list maybe, and also their future bucket list. But they're doing it with their families as well. They're doing it as a couple, which I encourage. But more importantly, they're doing it with themselves first. You've got to put your own oxygen mask on first before you can help others. So, yeah. so I want people to go into twenty twenty one, and and really, you know, really prioritize, um, because this, for a lot of people, has been the light at the end of this COVID tunnel, um, for a lot of people, uh, and, and, and stuff that they can action right now.
0: Yeah. And it, and it's an actual action. I mean, there's steps within the book to, you know, get you from point A to point B. And, and that, so yeah. that's what I absolutely love about talking with people that have spent their blood, their sweat, their tears, creating a book, creating an asset, creating something for us to, you know, I can, you know, now I can take, you know, 10 years of what took, you know, what took you 10 years and condense that down into, you know, a month or two. And to me, that is... One, I appreciate that more than anything. I mean that that is such a big thing, and to be able to, it, it, it's going to cost me thirty dollars to get mm. twenty years of experience, and it's like, yeah, are you kidding yeah. me? I can I can spend thirty dollars and get twenty years of experience. It, it's yeah. just, yeah. So well, it means it is books another are the side thing.
1: Yeah, well, another side. Um, you know, uh, one of the bucket list items that I'm doing at the moment is reading fifty two books in a year. Now that, you know, that's an interesting that's uh, exercise. It literally, we woke up, it's, I, I, um, my partner Tracy and I, we I wake up, we have a coffee in bed, and I read out loud. So she learns, I learn. And it makes me accountable, War- warms up my voice because I'm doing a lot of Zoom and media and, right. you know, things with the team. And, and so, and, and that first hour is where my brain is really impressionable. So rather than jumping onto social media and you know becoming the bitch of someone else's agenda, I'm and getting that negative input. I'm controlling the input. I'm learning the 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 retention of information goes through the roof. I abuse books, you know, writing writing through them, and uh, it's that daily practice uh, that we absolutely love, and it's and we both learn so much from it. I'm um, reading one or two chapters a day and because I want to be a writer, well I've got to I've got to read. Well I am a writer, I guess, <laughs> but I want to I, I'm I'm reading at the other, I'm writing at the other end of the day. But reading 52 books in a year is this this daily practice just like training for an Ironman is a daily thing yeah. and it's it's uh, had a a, a a huge impact on my life. Um now, now and on my business. So a, a side as question well.
0: on that. Do you think doing like an Ironman has helped you do things like writing and do things like reading 52 books yeah from a mindset yeah.
1: standpoint yeah look it's it's all it, it all compounds you know it's not just the iron man it's it's not just writing a book it, you know it's it's um it's all the above you know you're breaking stuff down and we're all you know just to, to sit here and say oh i've got all the answers no way you know like the more you read yeah. the more you realize you don't know um, but little bit by little bit, you know, chunking, chunking, I do a lot of coaching around this uh, concept called a you know, typical perfect day or a typical perfect week compared, you know, and optimising and hacking what I call this, well, our definition of work-life blend, not work-life balance. Right. Nothing ever balances but work-life blend. And this whole concept of work-life blend is what people are i think defining for themselves right now in the midst of COVID and you know working from home and all that sort of thing um yeah. it's very different for each person and it comes down to controlling the inputs controlling what you how you're learning controlling how you're managing your time controlling who you bring into your life you know all the different habits of success that you decide to you know put into your day and I think I think it all compounds on each other, you know, and, yeah. and I think when you've got a system, a daily system sort of sorted out, hacked, trial and error, tested and measured, that you know you know I just I just always think how can a guy like Elon Musk run three billion dollar companies? He's not real good on the relationship side of things, but he's and he's got a bunch of kids, but his health is probably questionable, but, you know, like, like everyone's got 24 hours in the day and there's high yeah. achievers that seem to, you know, smash it. And yeah. so, you know, I, I'm always learning of how I can squeeze more, make it more quality rather than quantity. Um, and, you know, you, then it gives you the confidence. If you've got that daily system in place, it gives you the confidence to go, you know what? I know how to manage my time, no matter what's going on, I'll lend to that Man and I know I can deploy. Right.
0: Yeah. And I think, you know, as you said, learning and doing all the stuff that you're doing. If, to me, if you, if we are not learning, we are absolutely dying mm-hmm. and we've got to continually push ourselves to learn and to be more, yeah. you know, tomorrow than we are today. And, yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: That yeah, being absolutely. said, when I'm learning, I, I sort of started off like last year, I started off at like War and Peace, you know, a really thick book with very small font. And I think at the end of the year, I finished with Mr. <laughs> Tickle, you know, the Mr. Men book it was fucking about three <laughs> five words in it. You <laughs> sort of you got desperate, how... to, to, desperate to knock out the goal. you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> so you, you got to learn to be specific because you have to 52 books, but they didn't say they yeah, had any, to be very big.
1: You know, one page e-book. <laughs> That's
0: right. Oh, well, Trav, I, I absolutely want to thank you for being on, uh, being on the podcast and everybody, the bucket list blueprint, his book, everyone go, go to the show notes. I'm going to have links to obviously yeah. everything, uh, about, uh, uh, to get in touch with Trav and yeah, there's the book and I cannot wait to get mine. You know, I followed your stuff and I can't wait to get the book and, uh, start looking at the steps and implementing the steps. Cause to me. Whenever I get someone else's viewpoint of something, I always, even if, even if I get one, only one nugget from your book, yeah, that is worth thousands and thousands of dollars. Just one oh. nugget. And I know I'm going to get more than that, but just one.
1: I want to go one step better. You're going to get the book and everyone, uh, here's my challenge to you, Sean, and, and all your watchers and listeners. You know, Get a book, watch a TED talk, do what, you know, it goes into a lot, lot, lot deeper into the book of course and it's a more of a workbook too so there's a link in the book whereas when you map out your bucket list when you write your bucket list I want you to send it to the link in there send it and that comes directly to me I'm collecting right now I'm collecting 365 365 bucket lists from all around the world from from people of all walks of life so you may or may not, be in the next book with your bucket list, but I (laughs) want to make more importantly, I can't help myself being in a personal training industry for 20 years. I want to make people accountable to not just write this stuff down, but, but, um, you know, we've got a really big group of hashtag bucket listers on Facebook and I've got everyone in there, you know, like uploading their bucket list, doing things on their bucket list, providing support and encouragement to each other and uh, this is also about accountability cuz again what's easy to do is easy not to do so i encourage everyone to write you know get a book write write their bucket list down send it to me and we've got special magical ways to make this bucket list stuff come to fruition for you
0: oh fantastic and again thank you so much for being on i look forward to i'm going to upload mine i'm telling you mine's going to be Love it. mine will be up there so all right well thanks again so much and Thanks for your time and, and thanks for writing this book. So people just, I don't think people understand how much it actually takes and how much, and I, I don't think we tell the authors enough how much we appreciate uh, the stuff that they're you. putting out and the stuff that they're giving. You're giving it to people. I mean, it's $30 mm. is nothing. For what we get, mm. it's it's unbelievable. So thank you yeah. for, for doing that. And awesome, I, the whole philosophy of the bucket list is just fantastic and and you have a hashtag that you use on everything and it's ticket before you kick it
1: and that that's fantastic <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah 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 most people uh, wait
0: until they're about to kick it before they go try to take
1: oh, one, well, one step better we've even got signs that say it. Look at that. there we go oh, I love ticket. it yeah those signs yeah, are great so we've got we've got bucket list coaches now in 22 countries around the world so they're all teaching teaching this stuff.
0: Uh, it was so great having Trav, and and thank you so much, and and thank all the listeners for listening as well. And make sure you go to the show notes and go visit Trav. He's got a ton of stuff up there at thebucketlistguy.com. dot He's got a, his fantastic podcast, the Bucket List Life Podcast, and many many things. Go look at his book, you know, and order the Bucket List Blueprint book. Uh, he's got a link directly there where you can get a signed copy from him, uh, as well as through Amazon. And it means so much to me and the guests that if you enjoyed listening to this and if you got anything out of this, please do take a second to rate the show on iTunes. Uh, Every podcaster will tell you that iTunes reviews drives listeners to our shows. So please let me know what your thoughts are and make sure you subscribe uh, using your favorite player and using the links uh, within the show notes. And again, thank you so much. And until next week, remember to always think big.